Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hey there, since Valentine's Day is around the corner, I thought it'd be fun for you to hear from a few couples about how learning about each other's strengths is helping them love and enjoy each other in deeper ways. The couples you'll hear from this week are so fun to listen to. It's interesting how each of them are so different from their spouses. As one of them said, we are polar opposites. Yeah, probably all three of them are actually. They tell some about some different drop balls and new appreciation for each other and also taking up the slack for one another when it's been needed. They've been married for eight years, one for 20 plus years, and the last couple 40 plus years. It just reminds me how learning about each other takes years and years of attentiveness. The first couple you'll get to hear from is Jeff and Cheyenne Rudder. They live in Austin, Texas. I would say they've come a long way as college students with um, a pretty big drop ball on their first Valentine's Day as an engaged couple. As they say, we used to clash, but now we really admire each other. The other one said, now I have a cheat sheet into each other's brain, and it's helping them to love each other more. Enjoy these different episodes. Jeff and Cheyenne Rudder. Welcome, y'all. Thank you, Barbara. Thanks for having us. Sure. I'm I'm so glad. Why don't we start with um, each of you just telling us like where you are and what you do and a little bit about yourselves. Jeff, why don't okay. you start? I'll start first. Yeah. Um, so we live together, obviously, because we're married. So we live in Austin, <laughs> Texas, um, the southwest uh, part of town. Um, I'm a pastor at uh, Austin Ridge Bible Church, specifically oversee the children's ministry at one of our campuses. Um, and yeah, Shan, what do you do? <laughs> um, so I work for a personal styling company um, and I do that from home. And other than that, I am, you know, just managing the the chaos that is life with um two little boys. And we uh, recently became licensed foster parents. So there is a new little element to, to, to life and um, yeah, just how we're, how, how we're going about our days. Yeah. Well, it's so fun to have y'all in town. Um, why don't, Jeff, could you just mention a little bit about how we first connected? I know it's just, I feel like I've kind of watched you grow up and then it's fun to meet Cheyenne when y'all began dating and just what's a little bit of that backstory? Yeah, so um, my parents are on staff with uh, Campus Trade for Christ or crew, uh, just like uh, Barbara and Warren were for many, many years. And so our gosh, connection and time together goes back uh, several decades. So uh, Rachel, which is your 
a youngest daughter is one of my best friends. And so I just feel like though we lived and grew up in two different parts of the country, uh, we stayed connected through summers in Colorado. And as technology became more and more available and social media became a thing, um, our friendship just continued to grow. And so we are still good friends to this day. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's fun to to have you and Cheyenne in town. And Cheyenne, how long have you and Jeff been married? And like a um, little bit about your journey just in marriage, like where you've been. Yeah. Um, so we have been married for eight years. We got married, uh, I think, 10 days after we graduated college. Wow. Um, so it was a very big few transitions in a very short amount of time. Um, so we kind of like to say that we have grown up together because we were 22 when we tied the knot. Yes, we were babies. Um, so that has been just a really sweet part of our journey. Obviously getting married at 22 is not for everybody, but for us, you know, I can't really imagine our story being any different. We um, just really have gotten to grow together and um, we have lived in three states. I think we have moved six times, oh, maybe since gosh. we got married. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we have... Um, done a lot of, of living and transitioning and changing in, um, in the last decade. So it's been just a sweet and wild ride for sure. Oh, well, Jeff, can you tell us a little bit about what first attracted you to Cheyenne and just, I mean, it's always fun to hear people's just journey of how they fell in love and got married. Yes. Yeah, so the first time I actually met Cheyenne was at a, uh, well, it was at a mutual friend's house, but we were in Jacksonville for a Florida, Georgia football game. Um, and yeah, that we, we probably, it wasn't like we hit it off necessarily right away, but I think the first thing that I was always um, attracted and loved about Cheyenne was a, her smile is infectious. And, and, mm. and big and I just I love it um, and then she's just very when she is comfortable with a group of people she's very lively um, and, and, and fun to be around and so yes. it was just something as a what is a 19 year old I just uh, really um, enjoyed and wanted and it was very intriguing um, to me to get to know this girl more Oh, that's so sweet, Cheyenne. What, what what first attracted you to Jeff? What did you what did you notice in him, and what do you love about him? Um, the thing that I love the most about Jeff, one of many things I will say, is just how um, easy it is for him to be around any person. Um, we joke that our youngest son has never met a stranger or our oh, oldest son, sorry, our youngest son yeah. is the exact opposite. He takes after me, but our oldest son is just like Jeff. He is so comfortable around people. He, as a six-year-old, is comfortable around adults, can talk to anybody. And that, you know, he absolutely gets from Jeff. Jeff loves people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, he, while it's not one of his top five strengths anymore. I would, I feel like woo is probably right at number six. He, um, just can, um, 
talk to anybody and, and adapt in any situation and come away and people feel known and, uh, entertained by, by yes. him. Um, mm. and I am not that way. So you may, for a lot of spouses who are more introverted or have just a smaller circle, it might feel exhausting, but for me, it is, it brings me such joy to see the way that Jeff can easily connect with people. And, um, we joked at the, Early on in our marriage, I felt like Jeff would just get to talking to people and we'd be in these big settings and he would maybe forget to introduce me um, (laughs) because he was so busy working the room. But now it is like one of the things that just makes me laugh so hard because he is uh, just thriving in those settings. So it does not bother me at all. I'm happy to sit in a corner and watch Jeff just (laughs) work the crowd. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Well, um, I would love to dive into um, your, each of your top five strengths and a little bit of um, history is um, a couple years ago, it was fun for my husband Warren and I to have both of you in our couples group that we led. And one of the parts that we did was kind of go over these different strengths and help each of you couples learn a little bit more about each other. So Jeff, tell us what your top five talents are and just briefly what, how that shows up for you, what that, what's that is like. Okay. This is, this is fun. Um, So my number one is futuristic, which I did not know was a thing um, until it ended up being on my chart. And so futuristic, uh, strategic is number two, competition is number three, uh, activator is four, and significance is five. And I see the activator and significance a lot, but I feel like the first three are show up kind of daily in, in my life and, and marriage and work, et cetera. So the futuristic and strategic, um, I... I live about 15 years in the future at all times. Mm. I'm like constantly thinking way too far ahead, strategizing. Um, I pay attention too much to the value of our home and the way it's increasing and what the future would be Mm. and how that works with our finances. Um, You know, career-wise, I'm constantly um, kind of trying to position myself and understand what I need to get better at. And it can be exhausting, uh, obviously for Cheyenne, but for anybody that's around me, because um, I I just feel like, why are you guys being so slow in your thinking? Um, and then I am extremely competitive. I mean, I want to mm. if, if you can win. It's true. He's in, good in at anything, everything. Yes. I, I mean, and I wouldn't necessarily say I'm good at everything, but I really like if like I really want to win. Um, and it, it, yeah. It is, it's, and you it's want your college team to win too. I remember watching Auburn FSU game together. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for that. <laughs> I think you were okay. You were okay. It wasn't too rough. Yeah, but I just, I really do. Um, I think that those three things, just kind of in a day to day life settings, is, is is really big for me, and I, and I really, um, I, I see them in every aspect of my life. Mm, that's great. What about you, Cheyenne? What are your top five strengths? 
Yeah, I mean, I I will just say about quickly about the group that it was, you know, that whole year was one of the best things I think that we have done for our marriage. Um, you and and Warren just really pulled some some things out for us and um really just, you know, the openness of that group and and really specifically with this section just kind of worked wonders for for the way that we communicate and hmm some great other couples that are so, so dear to us um, through that. So it just in general, it was a wonderful experience that we are, will always be so thankful for. Um, But it was so much fun for Jeff and I to get to see our strengths and our talents uh, Mm -hmm. written out because gosh, we like finally were able to put some names to things that we didn't realize. Um, So how that relates kind of more specifically to mine are that they are so different from Jeff's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have none that are the same. We have none that are the same. Um, mine are harmony, developer, consistency, um, empathy, and achiever. Um, so yes, they are, I feel like we... Um, can can clash in some areas, but the the ones that I I really see um, for myself day to day are kind of different from Jeff in that I don't feel like it's my top three that are super obvious, but I do see um, uh, harmony, empathy, and achiever like really really clear in my day to day, and I do think it's kind of funny that one of Jeff's strengths is competition and one of mine is developer. And so those feel kind of very (laughs) opposite, opposite, um, which is, is funny. Um, but I do see the way that I can be very sensitive, um, in harmony and empathy. And I learned, I I had dreams when I was younger of becoming a counselor. And then I realized very quickly that I could not do that because I just feel (laughs) like Uh I feel things so deeply. I feel too much. I just, you know, just feel things really deeply and have a, a hard time kind of compartmentalizing, um, which Jeff is, is very good at. Um, so I, I very easily get my feelings hurt and that is, you know, something that that I see a lot, but I also, you know, see the achiever in me each day, just trying to, um, cross things off that to-do list, honestly. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I can see that you get a lot done. I mean, I don't see your whole day to day, but just knowing all the balls that you're juggling with your work and your sweet boys, I can imagine just how you feel so driven with what that list is as an achiever. <laughs> it's true. Well, um, so after you kind of saw these different strengths on paper, like you said, what what did that kind of uncover for you specifically, like as you saw how you already knew you were different, but just kind of getting a little more understanding about that. What, what did that do as maybe you related differently or had different kind of conversations? What, what came to light from it? Yeah. I think for us it was very revealing. I I think a, what I love about this exercise, what we did is you learn a lot about yourself and it makes, a lot of sense of kind of the way you think and um, the way you process, but it also revealed so much about 
one another. And so I think for us, what some of the things that it really revealed is Cheyenne and I didn't always necessarily understand that. Okay, for instance, uh, Cheyenne is very uh, empathetic towards people. And for a while, we would joke through our Myers-Briggs personality. She's a feeler and I'm technically a feeler. Uh, but Cheyenne would be like, you are not a feeler. There is no way you're a feeler. You <laughs> are a thinker. And I was like, no, I am a feeler. And what we just realized, like, I can be a feeler, kind of be on the edge, but she is like on more the extreme side. And so I think when I learned more about empathy, um, you shared with us that Brene Brown video of the difference between empathy and sympathy. And I will, I want to say this. That video was, it was like three minutes. It changed my life and it, and it really like helped our relationship a bunch. I think I've sent that to over a hundred people at this point in the last two years. Oh, oh, um, way to go, and, Jeff. And, awesome. I know. Shout out for empathy. Yeah. <laughs> I realized that I have a severe lack of empathy. Like I, I have this inability to truly climb down in that pit um, with people and feel what they're feeling. I am such the, I don't even know if I'm the sympathizer, but I'm way more on that uh, uh, on that level. And so I, I think that that really helped me understand when Shine was saying, I'm not a feeler. It's like, I don't know if that's necessarily as far as it would be, but I really, the empathy or, or the lack thereof, which sounds really negative, but it just, it, it highlights her strength um, to mm-hmm. be able to do that with people, meet them at their level and, and feel what they're going through. And I just, I really admire that. And so it's something that maybe like it maybe even was uh, clashed for a little bit, but now it's just something that I really enjoy mm. and, and, and identify like, Oh, that is her uh, using her, her strength of empathy. Um, mm. And, and I, I can admire it from afar. Oh. Yeah. I feel like um, seeing these things kind of written out just really, put words to things that we see every day, like in our habits and the way that we process things and the way that we prioritize things. I now have a very clear picture. I may not agree with uh, a specific decision or a specific action or a uh, choice that, that Jeff comes to, but I fully understand now his journey and how he got there. Like I can understand the way he um, is thinking. I can understand where he's focusing on. Um, And I can, I think it's also helped us even in the ways that we have conflict, all of our talents can, you know, become, you know, we can use them in a negative way, you know? So I can see in a conflict where it's like, I know that being futuristic is one of your strengths and it's something that I love about you. But right now, like I can't talk about the uh, way our <laughs> 20 home, years from now. right. Like I can't talk about where, uh, if, when we're going to retire or something like that, because <laughs> I am focused on the details and that's a silly, uh, example. And I don't even think it's something that we've ever talked about, but you get my drift where yeah. it's, um, it's it's just easier now to kind of understand where the other person is coming from. And sometimes I feel like we have a, a little bit of a cheat sheet into the other person's brain and way of thinking that somebody who 
hasn't gone through this, you know, would really just never know and be able to access. Um, and so, I mean, I feel like going through this and learning about each other's um, Enneagrams have been really, just really helpful in, in the way that we uh, respond to one another and just even understanding like the, this, this person God made in a, in a way that is um, unique and, and really meaningful. And so, you know, trying to bring those, the best sides of these things out in one another is easier when you kind of know what they are. Not that any one of us is, is just these five things, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, um, I love how you, like both of you have just mentioned how understanding, especially like empathy or different ones has really catapulted you and just more appreciation for each other. That's really encouraging. I, I know one of the, um, con collisions possibly can be like competition with harmony or, and or, I hadn't really thought about it, maybe with developer. Have y'all experienced that sometimes? I think we've seen our, our talents collide for sure. It was interesting. One of the things that uh, we both remember very vividly um, when we went through it with our group, there was uh, you know five other couples and we were, we were the only couple that had like multiple talents colliding. And <laughs> I think part of that was probably because of how different our, you know, the 10 talents that we total up are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had multiple that collided and multiple that like uh, individually that uh, kind of attached and. And intensified. Were, yes. Yeah, intensified <laughs> things, which probably mm-hmm. doesn't help. Um, and so. But yeah, I, I really do feel like some of the ones that collided were even a little bit different than what tells you collide. Shane, can you go into that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, I think even at the most basic level, like when you put Jeff's uh, strengths together and the different um, areas that they kind of fall into with being um, external and, and motivating, like he, he is considered a force of nature and then mine together make me a stabilizer. And so even just that picture is like, mm-hmm. those are two opposite things. Um, and I see it kind of more, most specifically when, uh, maybe when we're having, um, conflict, not with each other, but when there, if there's like an external conflict, I can see Jeff's force of nature start to come out and the, the harmonizer, um, in me is, and even I think the achiever and his activator is like, okay, they are ready to like really go after, uh, Mm -hmm. and he's, you know, ready to take some steps and make some decisions and just move on. And I'm just like, can we actually just really take a minute and, and get on a page where everyone <laughs> is right. happy. We all and, agree. And yes, we all compromise. Exactly. And I am very much like, I want to do this so that we can close this chapter, tie a, tie a bow around it. Everyone's happy. And this is, um, you know, we're done with this. Where Jeff's kind of just like, well, we just actually need to make a decision. And I don't really care. <laughs> what they feel or think or (laughs) right like I truly do like believe and this is 
I'm, this is not correct, but in those <laughs> in those moments, like I believe, if we can just decide and get through this, then I can. I don't know, use the woo or talk people, people through why or that was the best thing to do. But yes. done. And, and that's not always the best uh, process, but I can steamroll, which is what we've, what we've learned. Um, and right. that, you know, that, that happens with internally and externally, but yes. it's very easy for Cheyenne now to point to, Hey, in a very loving way, you're steamrolling and, <laughs> and me to be like, Oh, you're correct. I did do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say he has uh, really become more self-aware and I, I am trying to do the same thing where it's easy for, I think it's easy to look at this, the person who is this big force of nature and say like, Oh, well it's his responsibility to, to dial it back. But sometimes for me, like it's just as important for me to kind of step outside of myself and, and see like, okay, maybe there is a little bit room for some, some healthy, uh, tension or yeah or just you know just realizing that it's there there's not going to be a perfect solution so but it is important for to just move on you know um so yeah i think sometimes what it boils down to is jeff assuming like oh you know whatever's going on you know they they're um i it's going on with, you know, this person or, or whatever. And it's, um, you know, he's able to kind of take a step back and realize like he's not at fault or in control of everything. And I have the tendency to think everything is within my control. If I can just, you know, um, make everybody happy, we'll be okay. And that's not, and that's not the right way of thinking either. So there's, there's a healthy balance for sure. Hmm. Sounds like y'all have really um, kind of peeling new layers of the onion in your strengths with each other. I really, it's encouraging to hear that, just kind of embracing what those different talents are for each one of you, but kind of stepping into it and not being like threatened by it. I really admire that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's well, definitely been something that we've, like continue it's a resource that we constantly go back to um and i don't even know if it's like just it feels like this resource that sits on your coffee table and you're like oh let's think about why we just had the issue it's just it, <laughs> it just became part of our lives and our marriage because it is you know it's it's putting words to our personalities thought process um the way that we just kind of live our life and so um i really do think it's been a, a, a constant uh, part of our um the, the way we communicate with one another, um, the way we solve problems or the way we face things, uh, we bring up core clarity and our strengths very regularly. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, I, I just commend you both and just seeing how you're um, just taking steps to, to understand each other better and love each other more. And y'all are so fun and um, <laughs> lively. It's just fun to watch when y'all have little disagreements. I, that was a real fun part of our group last year, just y'all and maybe some different perspectives you had sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. And we, we do really miss it all the time. So y'all are 
have done a great job with the group and it's um, be encouraged that it's making a difference for couples. So thank y'all. Well, thank y'all. Well, it's so um, fun, like I say, just to hear kind of how these things are taking root in your lives and in your relationship. And this might be kind of a a loaded question, but even thinking about Valentine's, is there anything that um, you think, oh, wow, I really want to, I mean, maybe that the cat might get out of the bag, but even just (laughs) as you think about um, how you want to show each other your love or even maybe a fun story of something in the past that maybe worked well, or maybe was memorable. Uh, we have a pretty memorable Valentine's day story that I think really, um, highlights our differences. Um, tell us, oh my goodness. So when we were engaged, um, our, so our, yeah, it was our only Valentine's Day over engagement. Um, I told Jeff, we, you know, don't worry about it. We don't need to do anything big. And I do think that I meant that. Um, <laughs> but we were long distance. Um, so he, we went to different colleges. We lived about two hours away from each other. Um, and so I was working on a pretty big project all day and, you know, was super busy already. I was in the library into the evening. So when I told Jeff, like, don't make a big deal about it, I really did mean it. But after not hearing from him the entire day, I started to think, well, you know, surely I would have gotten a call or text or just something. So he must be planning a surprise and he really just (laughs) went above and beyond Mm. and is just um, really going to blow me away. Um, That is not what happened, but I'll let Jeff tell you what he was doing instead. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So um, my friends and I, there was a new video game that had just come out the day Uh before. And we had pre-ordered it and we had picked it up. And so, um, you know, the other, one of my other roommates who had, um, who's dating a girl who's now his wife and we're, we're still all friends. They, uh, yeah. we played, we played this video game for like literally 24 hours of just kind of rotating. Oh. And so they were under the same agreement that they weren't doing anything for this Valentine's day. And so, um, my friend and I just didn't think anything of it. We were just so uh, excited open. to play our game. Yeah, and roast. Yes. Yeah, it, it was it was brutal. And so both we both got calls around the same time from our significant others um, asking what is going on and uh, are you, know, you dead? <laughs> yeah. And we just we had totally failed i mean again, we didn't need to do something, yeah we didn't need to do something big but we just need to acknowledge that a that we were like alive you can send flowers and B, with a phone yeah, call or right happy valentine's day i love you anything would have been better than what we did it was like the very opposite of it, it was worse than nothing like i mean it was basically we were just neglecting our relationship <laughs> yeah. so. oh but it did teach me to um, make sure that my words were what I said. Yes, that I I meant what I said. And 
honestly, since then we have decided we better not make a big deal about it so that any expectations just <laughs> don't yes, bonus. Yes. It's just bonus. So, um, I mean with kiddos now we just kind of make the day more for them and do like fun little love themes for our kiddos, Uh but (laughs) it wasn't doing a Valentine's day date, either two days before or two days after, because it's hard to Mm -hmm. get the reservations and stuff, especially with the kiddos. Babysitters are more expensive. Um, but we do want to acknowledge and, um, you know, we, we try to almost have our Valentine's day date once a month, but I do like that day. We do want to celebrate. We want our kids to be able to see that we love one another and we celebrate our, our marriage and our relationship. And so that's what it's become even more about is, is modeling something for them. Oh, that's great. Well, so fun to talk with y'all. And I love hearing that story and um, kind of put that on the radar. And- <laughs> So what can happen when you don't understand the other person? <laughs> I know. I know we've been married a long time and we're still learning about communicating our expectations. Yeah. So still a process. Well, thank y'all so much. And um, I just appreciate you taking time to to share a little bit about your lives and your understanding about your strengths. And thank you so much, y'all. Thank you, Barbara. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.